0: Thank you for calling Camargo Insurance. If you know the extension of the person you wish to reach, you may dial it at any time. If you are calling regarding an existing policy, please press 1. If you are calling regarding a new policy, please press 2. If you are calling to file a claim, please press 3. For a dial-by-name directory, please press 4.
1: Camargo Insurance, this
2: is Bridget. How can I help you?
1: Yeah, can I speak to Jay, please?
2: Um, who's calling?
1: That's Joey Gingolo. Okay, hold on one second. Thank you.
2: You're welcome.
0: Joey? Jay. What's going on, man?
1: How you doing, man? Good.
0: I'm, uh, I'm doing well. Sorry that I missed your call yesterday.
1: That's right. right. I've only been you know, stewing about the entire 24 hours, so it's no big deal.
0: <laughs> I know you were up all night.
1: I was. It was very restless. Um, so uh, let's let's get you a video studio, built. what do you think? Hell yeah, man! All right. So I thought maybe we uh, maybe we record a podcast talking about it right now, and then I tell you my crazy idea for how we're gonna maybe do it.
0: Uh, like we just hit go and record it.
1: Yeah, we go like right now. Yeah.
0: All right. Let's let's go.
1: So, um, all right. Well, you know you'd reached out obviously and said, Hey, we're trying to do this, but we're coming into just some challenges, problems, whatever. Right. And I'm just kind of right. curious, like, what are some of those things? Cause we really didn't get into the detail. You even sent me a nice video, like saying, Hey Joey, look at this and it looks really cool. Um, but I'm curious, like what are some of the things that you've been running into that that have been causing problems or issues?
0: Sure. So let me give you a little bit of background on where we are as an agency first,
1: and I will I'll keep it brief so
0: we can focus on you know the studio and, and how uh, you know what the challenges we're facing there are. But we we really hit a major reset button on our agency in January of this year, moved to a new office, uh, you know turned over uh, our team. Almost, you know, almost everyone, other than a few key personnel, because we really wanted to institute, you know, true transitional change, and we accomplished that. But we worked through a lot in a very short period of time, and we have just been go 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 go. And part of our new strategy, of course, is creating digital content, and specifically encouraging our commercial lines producers to develop a couple of niche markets and and these are you know we have a couple brand new producers so you know they are still kind of finding their way as far as what those niches are going to be but the goal is develop these niche markets and start creating content on them so like all right if we're going to do this we're going to do it right we got we got the the sales people in the seats they're they're killer traditional salespeople. I mean, they're you know they're on the phone, they're pounding the pavement, they're they're getting it done. Uh, but we need to make sure we stay focused on. We know there's a great uh, there's great potential out there to to get these people in the digital space. So we're going to build this studio and we're gonna start creating content. So we built the studio. <laughs> and what we do to encourage everyone to get comfortable on camera, and I think that's part of the hurdle, is we just try and use any excuse to record a video. <laughs> so for example, nice. uh, we have a fundamental of the week, and at, who, whoever comes up with the fundamental of the week creates a quick soapbox video, just not in the studio, and we should probably start doing that. But currently we just do it on our, you know, laptop or surface or whatever. And that's just, you know, it's a good way to to, to be intentional about our culture and to, to keep moving that in the right direction. But it's also just a great excuse to record a quick video. Um, so part of it is getting, you know, getting everybody more comfortable being in front of the camera. And I'll admit You know, that was a bigger challenge than I foresaw. But more specifically, I think, and I think maybe where you guys can help us, is, all right, we got all this cool equipment, and we're like, all right, how do we... You know, the the lighting isn't right, and, okay, we've got... We decided we weren't going to invest in a big, fancy camera because we've got a whole bunch of iPhone XRs, and that seems to do pretty well, so let's go with that. Um, And we need... But then we got to figure out our miking system. Okay, so we, we do want to make sure we get a good mic because we feel like we don't have great sound in there right now. So we're, you know, we ordered some sound panels. I'm like, all right, I, I, I love sound. Like, I love music, yeah. and it drives me crazy when sound That's... isn't right. Like, I'm, in a, I'm working remotely. and I'm in an echoey office right now, and it's probably driving you crazy. It would be driving uh, me crazy. I wasn't going to say anything. Um, it's
1: actually not as bad as I thought. I mean, it's tolerable. It's tolerable, Jay. But, yes, there's there's certain merits to being an audio <laughs> snob. It certainly is an acceptable personality trait, in my opinion.
0: Yes, I, you know, you, you see that, we see that in you, Joey, immediately, and I appreciate <laughs> that, <comment>. uh, uh, <laughs> but, but I think it makes a difference, um, yes. so, so we're like, all right, we're online, and we're looking at, you know, different mics, and do the mic, or the boom mic, and look at all this stuff, and then we say, okay, well, even if we get it, we got to figure out, like, how to, All right, we, we bought, um, what is it, Adobe, I don't know, some Adobe Pro version, Really, I should have Ali on this call because Ali, Ali is the one with a degree in digital video editing.
1: Premiere Pro, the buffoon Premier that's Pro, trying to record Premiere Pro.
0: There you go. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. So you know we got that, uh, but if we, you know, we got all this equipment, we got to figure out how it all comes together in Premiere Pro, and you know these are all things that we're working through. But I'm like, you know what, Joey already knows how to do all this. Why don't we just call Joey and uh, you know give him a puppy dog face and see see if we'll help us? So I guess that's where we are.
1: Oh, okay. I mean, the puppy dog face is always, always a pretty good play in my opinion. Um, I think it's a good call. No, I mean, first of all, that's fantastic, right? Just dedicating the space to it alone is, is far beyond what most agencies are willing to do. You know, just allocating that, that place to go. Um, I believe you said you even installed like a beer tap just to make sure that there's a little bit of a lubrication there to make sure things are a little bit more relaxed um, when they get on camera. Is that correct?
0: Absolutely. You know, that was, we actually installed that before we built the studio. So yeah. there might've been some ulterior, other motives, but definitely a benefit when it comes to recording some video.
1: Yeah. I mean, so you're putting the salespeople in front of the camera, right? Yes. And, and how's that process going? Like, are they feeling more comfortable? Is it working? I mean, do you guys feel like you're making progress in the right direction?
0: Yes. What I think would help a lot is a – and I think this is a simple fix, and so maybe you have a recommendation on it – a telepr- a good teleprompter app. I had a free one on my old iPhone, and then I lost it. And sounds silly, but I can't find a good free one again. Uh, that, to me, I noticed an immediate difference in my own recordings when I could actually create a basic script and have a teleprompter that was in front of the camera that I'm making eye contact with, and adjust the speed and all those things. That made a really immediate
1: difference. Oh uh, boy, we're going to really get into it, aren't we, Jay? Okay. Uh, my personal so per, my personal opinion is I've never used a teleprompter for any of my videos. Um, I think I think it's a good like learning tool, like training wheels sort of thing. Unless I guess you, it, I guess it depends on how scripted you want to be like back to like company sort of, um, you know, culture, like what kind of tone do you want to set? Um, you know, I, I think I don't have a good recommendation for, for a teleprompter app, I guess teleprompter teleprompter app. There we go. That's That's more difficult to say than okay. I thought. Um, <laughs> but you know i think it's all about just being comfortable um if you like the teleprompter then yes you know roll with that um but i i much prefer the get the essence of the thing on camera and then kind of cut around it you know the, the few hiccups um i think maybe that's where that that's more the trip up than anything is just go ahead and cut out those handful of mistakes. A jump cut is your friend, right? M- meaning, you know, you, you, a jump cut is simply just, you know, you, you, don't change angles or anything. You're just same angle. You just cut out, you know, a piece of information in between something. And there's a little bit of like a, what it looks to be like a jump. Right. Um, so that that's, that's my recommendation, but, um, you know, we can certainly find something. I'm sure there's something, I just don't personally know off the top of my head. Um, what that might be.
0: Well, I mean, there's tons out there, so I'm sure we can uh, we yeah. can find that. But that's, that's good. I think that's great advice. And, you know, I see when I'm watching your stuff at Agency Nation that uh, you do have a, both you and Sid have a very, you know, natural way of presenting, if you will. And, you know, you use those jump cuts and you're able to create a very kind of natural, fluid piece using that. Um, yeah. And I guess that gets into you know, we've gotta get more comfortable editing video and, and we do have a, uh, we've hired an intern that's uh, working on her digital video editing degree. She's starting August 20th, so mm. we're excited about That's cool. Uh, having someone that can actually dedicate a few hours a day to, to doing that stuff for us.
1: You know, the <laughs> I'm, I'm getting over something, Jay, you gotta give me a second, um, but um, the biggest mistake I see all the time with the jump cut editing is people don't go close enough to when you start and stop talking, there's always too much of like this awkward pause, like where you're resetting yourself. And, and the closer you get it to where it's like, just, you know, basically steamrolling right through it, the more energy and kind of, I mean, in in some cases it actually adds to the video because it feels like it's, you know, it's creating more excitement than if you did have one long, you know, clip that was uncut. Um, So those are just kind of two observations from editing the jump cut that I, I've always noticed.
0: Okay, cool.
1: Yeah, so I was, um, go ahead. I'm just drinking water over here, Jay. Go for it.
0: (laughs) So, you know, Allie and I were talking about this just yesterday because we are, we're actually both heading on vacation uh, Monday. And this intern is starting on the 20th. And we're like, all right, we got to have, we gotta have content ready for her to either edit or, you know, be a part of the production. So we have to have a plan for the content for when she starts, um, so we can capitalize on this opportunity. And I immediately went to, you know, like sales mode. Like this has to be targeted content. We gotta make sure we're doing our, you know, <laughs> keyword searches so yeah. that we are answering the most specific questions that are being asked in our target markets and all this stuff. And she was like, well, "That's great." <laughs> But why don't we, why don't we back up for a minute and just get people, get our people on camera, just basically being as natural as possible, doing almost a stream of consciousness uh, piece on how they got into the insurance business and what they love about it and what they love about working at our agency. And then we'll just edit it because we're going to have a video editor. And Mm. I was like, wow, that's a way better idea. Let's try
1: that. (laughs) That sounds awesome. So,
0: so that's uh, that's our plan. I don't know what your thoughts are there.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, the, the thing that I think I'm always fascinated by is that people feel like there's this, like, finite amount of content that you can create, right? It's like, oh, we've got to start with the most high-value thing, you know what I mean? Like, m- much like what you were saying, and it, that's fantastic. You definitely want to do that, but, you know, to just kind of ease into it, you know, there's, there's, there's no... Rules as to, you know, what needs to come first, how long it needs to take until you get to that targeted content, you know, Um, and um, it's always fun to take that approach of, like you said, casually answering something and then going back and really shaping it in the editing. That's always fun. Uh, it's more of a next level play because you are, you know, putting together a little bit more of a story. You've got to identify kind of, you know, through lines, through the different answers and how to put those together to where they make sense. And, and it might turn out like a train wreck, you know, it might not work, you know, just based on the, you know, the level of editing experience. But I think as long as you realize that there are no limits or guidelines or rules and you can keep hitting record on a bunch of different things, just go with, you know, what sounds the most fun and interesting. And as long as you're committed to it, it'll, Usually works out.
0: Does awesome. Make, does that make sense? Well, I. It definitely does. Is it possible, Joey, to get Allie on the line with us? Like right now? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't care. Let's go. There's no rules here. Okay.
0: All right. Awesome. I love it. I love it because. You know, Allie has way better ideas than I do, and she's the one with the degree in digital video editing and the creative type. I just, you know, I just think about insurance all day, basically. <laughs> so I'm going to get through this whole conversation, and I'll be like, Allie, this is so cool. I talked about all this stuff with Joey. And she'll be like, well, what about this, 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 and this? And yeah. I'm going to go, "That, those were all great things we should have talked about. Um, so she's ready to jump on what the... Uh, Let's see. Do you want me to conference her in, or what? The, oh, nice. I I know she can do it on her end, so I don't want to overcomplicate things. But she could definitely call us both back
1: and yes, let's do work that. Let's do that. that. Hello, Allie. Joey. Allie.
2: Hi, this is Allie. I'm gonna I'm gonna conference in Jay real quick. So um, let me put you on hold just for one second. Okay. okay. I think we're all here.
1: There we go. That was. All right, not too bad. Look at that, Allie. Welcome to the uh, welcome to the <laughs> call. Thank you. So, uh, I, from what I understand, you're the one with far superior ideas. At least that's what Jay says. So no pressure.
0: <laughs> he gives me way too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. You know, we were, for example. Uh, Joey and I were just running through our conversation yesterday where we were saying, all right, we got uh, the intern starting on the 20th. We need to have content ready to be shot and edited. And I'm like, all right, what, you know, what are our target markets? What are the most commonly searched keywords? You know, let's, let's make it hyper-focused on those things. And you're like, well, that's great. Or we could just try and get everybody on camera, being natural, doing some stream of consciousness stuff about why they love the insurance business and working at Camargo, uh, and then edit it. And I thought that was a really great idea. Um, so case in point that you know you have better ideas than me. But really, <laughs> I wanted to get you in on this call uh, because you know you're the one with the experience uh, with this and you know, uh, let me say, I guess, first of all, that I wasn't really prepared for this call other than I, you know, wanted help from Joey and he just called and said, Hey, can we record the the podcast right now? So (laughs) that's kind of of where we we are. So I thought, well, let me get, let me get Allie on it so that she can ask some questions as well and uh, we can make this thing productive. Awesome.
1: So, so uh, Allie, you're up. What are are your thoughts? What are you thinking? Where's your head at with video and all the fun things you want to do?
2: Um, well, I think for, for me I have a little bit of a background in video. I went to college for it, but this was a while ago. So the techniques that are used now, the software that's used now is, is slightly different. Um, so there's a bit of a learning curve. Uh, we did set up our studio. Um, it looks pretty good. Uh, we're missing a boom mic, so we're going to get that. Um, but really my main issues right now are with like the three- point lighting and how from an organizational standpoint, how do we get, you know, we've got six people in our office and each one is going to have potentially a different temperature of light hitting them to where it's going to look good. So how do we organize that uh, so that they can go in there, set their temperature, oh. you know, do their recording and then you know, get, get that edited afterwards without any help? So right now we're having to have two people in the room uh, to help with that. And I didn't know if maybe you guys found a solution for it.
1: Oh wow! Light te- I haven't. I haven't had to talk about light temperature yet. This is fun. I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, well, so do. Do you ever. Do you want it to be a solo affair? I guess is um, that the goal.
2: I, I think in the beginning we want to start kind of with the basics because we need to get all of our producers and staff. Uh, comfortable with the idea of talking on camera, yeah. and um, I feel like doing an individual taping where they can feel free to do that stream of consciousness, to mess up, to keep going, and then be able to edit it. You know, on the back end, will be easier than trying to do like an interview. Um, I've seen and had experience with um, like dual interviews, like two-person interviews, and it's a little bit different because you have to all of a sudden pay attention to how you what you are looking at. And where your hands are when somebody else is speaking. Uh, and then what do you do when you start speaking? So I think just getting them on the camera individually to address how they are by themselves would probably be the first step before going into a two-person interview. I don't know. Maybe have you had experience with with the other way around being easier?
1: Yeah, I think it depends on the, the person, you know, what they're most comfortable with, right? Because you might find sure. that each agent has a different preference, you know, one might feel more comfortable by themselves because they don't want to be an idiot in front of somebody else, but somebody else might feel more comfortable being an idiot with somebody else. It's like, Oh, somebody else is sucking at this with me. So let's do this together. Um, sure. I don't know. That, that would be, I think maybe, um, case by case, but, (coughs) excuse me, Um, but I think ultimately, you know, I wouldn't overthink really any of it. Right. Um, you've got the equipment, you've got a spot, but I would also even challenge you to say like, there's, there's nothing to be said of back to your video intern or even, you know, maybe you out, you you might be comfortable pointing a camera at somebody, but just back to Jay's point, maybe there is a, a question that you just kind of walk, you roll up to somebody at their desk and you just, again, very casual. I don't want to say gorilla style, but you know, it's, it's the information that's the most important as opposed to, you know, um, where they're standing and, and all that other stuff but you know just to mix up the, the 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 feel of the videos right to where you might have the ones where they're standing in front of the, the traditional backdrop and and it is a three-point light setup but then you might just want to showcase them in their natural environment at their desk and and they, you might just they might just be hanging up a, a a sales call and you go over there and you're like hey steve talk to me about this coverage and why is it important were you just talking to nancy smith about it or whatever right and then they just go into it and it's like a two or three minute clip and and then and that's it you know it's just a little more raw a little more organic um i just i I don't think there's really a right or wrong answer in those it's 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 actually the the you know mixing it up that keeps things interesting for the person that's watching you know what i mean
2: Sure, sure. Now on, I really like the idea of going around and and getting people in their natural habitat and asking those, you know, those questions that are kind of more organic in nature. Um, My worry, not worry, but is there a, do you have a recommendation on how to kind of practice this with folks, like good exercises to get them comfortable? My experience is that when folks are on camera and they know they're on camera, um, that natural organic feel can become very locked up. Um, and uncomfortable for them. (laughs) So I didn't know if there were things that you do to to get people more comfortable with doing this. I know doing it more and more and more is going to be the best way. But in the beginning... Yeah, yeah. you
1: just have to sort of like commit to a number of like, all right, these 20 videos are probably going to be mediocre at best and I'm going to be okay with that. You know, that's Mm -hmm. I think the easiest thing to do is just kind of writing that those first batch off and whatever whatever it takes to get to the point where they just are used to you coming up on a Tuesday and saying hey what's going on um, right but um, the other trick is to you know make this is in like just the, the person asking the question you know making them feel more comfortable right of whether it is starting with a little bit of a joke or, or kind of catching them off guard and then just letting them kind of naturally, uh, flow into it to where they kind of forget that you're recording with them um to where you, you maybe let the, the the conversation start somewhere else it's like hey what'd you have for dinner last night uh, what's the dumbest tv show that you've watched in the last 24 hours and, you know what i mean like asking something completely random yeah. and stupid and they're they're, they're kind of they're, they're 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 a little more at ease and, and and allowing that more casual side to come out then you get into you know the um, into the meat and potatoes of it, the the real insurance talk. And hopefully that, that carries over. And it's really just about, you know, your experience interviewing somebody to kind of disarm them and put them at ease, I think.
2: Okay. Those are awesome. Those are awesome suggestions. I'm really excited to come up with the, you know, the icebreaker questions is what I'm going to call them.
1: (laughs) There's nothing nothing better than an icebreaker question. Uh, My personal favorite, I asked it to the CEO of Westfield is, uh, how do you store leftover pizza in your house? And it's like, what, wait, I don't, I'm not prepared for this. And then you kind of, that's my, that's one of my favorite, but uh, yeah, it could be really anything. Like what's your favorite, (laughs) my little pony or, you know, anything just ridiculous and stupid. Um, I was, it's always, it's always a fun thing to come up with one of those questions.
2: Yeah, and I also really like the idea of having a day, like if it's, you know, Video Tuesday or something, we can put a fun name to it where they expect that it's going to happen. So they're anticipating that at some point they will, just so they have that creative, the creative juices flowing maybe that morning or the day before. They're thinking, okay, I know this is going to happen, so what could I talk about today? So they're prepared.
1: I mean, and thinking... What I love about what I, what you guys are trying to do is it's it's creating a culture of content within the agency, right? So there is the expectation that they're required to participate in this thing, right? And it's not going to be easy right. to start, but, you know, three months from now, it's going to be better. Six months from now, it's going to be even better. A year from now, watch out because it's just going to become routine, right? And um, just like treating it like an episode of The Office, right? Like this kind of fake documentary about, you know, your ongoings and having having The Office – you know, just the agency itself being a living, breathing character within the content, right? You know, if mm-hmm. you know, again, if uh, you know, I'm going to make up a name. If 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 John Smith keeps walking by in every shot with a red stapler, kind of Office Space style, you know, I mean, that's the thing that's going to happen. You lean into the the kind of the quirks of the agency and and let some of that kind of spill into the content. It's only going to make it more human. Or again, you know, back to like any sort of you know personal interest, sports, you know alliances or just anything in general that you might think would be relatable to, um, obviously people, but if, if you can't even tie it in more specific to, you know, back to Jay's like, you know, hyper-focused target market, like if, if if there is something relatable, that's, it's, that's even better. But, um, I I would try both a bunch of different ways and see which ones actually connect and work, you know?
2: Sure. Well, and one. So, when we're looking at what content we're creating and where we're going to be publishing this content, obviously, you know, some of it's going to go on our website. Um, you know, some of it's going to be on our social media. Uh, but when we think of ways we can connect with our customer, we've talked about doing like an onboarding video. So that handoff between the producer and the account management manager that would be a great you know, point yep. of contact to say, Hey, you know, here's who I am. Um, from a cadence standpoint, I, I want to make sure that we are doing this in a very, uh, digestible cadence so that we're not constantly hammering our customers with video. Yeah. So like which, which points are the most appropriate to do so and how often, um, have you found that there's an appropriate cadence for, for customers to kind of hit them up with the video?
1: That's, that's again, something that they'll certainly tell you when you screw it up.
2: Um, sure. It's
1: It's like, you know, say, Hey, this is too much. Please stop. Um, no, I don't, I I think I've always approached it from the standpoint of, you know, looking at what do I need to communicate over what period of time? Right. You know, what's, what, how much information do I need to squeeze into what time period and then from there kind of reverse engineering it and and kind of breaking it up. Right. So in this, in this onboarding process, it's all right, I, you know, we're going to call, we're going to deem the, you know, that time period, maybe two weeks, I don't know, making this up, you know, but whatever you guys feel is. Is kind of, they still have that, that new fresh fuzzy feeling. And what pieces of information do you want to communicate and how are you going to kind of chop it up? Um, and just kind of force yourself to be as efficient as possible with it. You know, don't, don't belabor the point, but, um, you know, if it's, you know, we would have normally sent out these types of things or we would have had this conversation that lasted X amount of minutes. How do we turn that or those experiences into, you know, maybe three or four videos over the course of, you know, 10 to 15 days or 14 days or something like that. You know what I mean?
2: Sure. And I know there are some videos that are going to be very customized. We talked about doing video, like for the producers to do video proposals, which are going to be very customized for, you know, that individual Um, for a handoff type of thing. The idea is if we're on onboarding, we're sending these, on most, if not all of the accounts, um, or at least the biggest accounts that we have, we're going to go ahead and send them and maybe at renewal time, send something again that, that, you know, previews a summary that we're going to meet with them or something. Um, when we do that in order to, so it's not, you know, I'm making 25 videos or however many, um, onboarding scenarios we have in a month, I wanted to do kind of a templated, Like I come across obviously as as organic and this is for them, um, but not necessarily have to be so that I can put that into multiple onboarding videos and maybe, um, you know, say, hey, look below for some more information about how you would file a claim or, you know, what you can contact me for or something like that. But structure it similar to that so I can use the same video in multiple occasions
1: of onboarding. Yeah. And how many, I mean, so I guess the other thing is, is how many videos do you realistically want to kind of produce before you launch the thing? Because it's, it's another, another easy thing to do is kind of make it be bigger than it is. And just identifying, you know, like the minimum viable product, you know, if I could, if I could start tomorrow, how many videos would I need? Is it three? Is it four? And then from there, just seeing and mapping out, you know, how many, how many videos could this potentially kind of expand into, and then just slowly add them over time. You know, as, as you run into the, you know, the different scenarios, as, as you have those conversations, as you onboard those clients. And and again, it's that mix of, of um, you know, actually dedicating yourself to make the content, but then also figuring out ways to to, to document it in an interesting way. It's a very Gary Vee thing to say, but um, you know, but figuring out, like you said, different ways that you can uh, capture it along the way without, you know, spending like a half of a day, you know, and 600 takes trying to get something and, 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 you know what I mean? Like to be as efficient as possible right. with it. I don't know if that makes sense.
2: No, it absolutely does. Yeah. That makes sense I like the idea of how many videos do I need to get it started? Yeah. Um, from a, I guess a learning curve standpoint, when you guys started doing videos, um, I'm sure you weren't producing what you guys are producing now. Uh, what would you say was your time frame from getting like just, your equipment in to starting to get comfortable and do this normally.
1: Um, you mean like from like, like from just like within the, within the ecosystem of one video, like time from starting it to, to being done with it.
2: Um, kind of like when you got, when you said, okay, we're going to, we're going to invest time and money in video production to get yeah. our name out there, to get us seen there's you know there's a learning curve for everybody in terms of being on the camera utilizing yeah. the equipment and then you know producing something that is usable <laughs> was there a large learning curve for you guys um
1: you know for me when i started for on the insurance side of things i I posted my first like insurance video back in like 2011 um mm-hmm. and it was literally me in my townhouse with like me and my wife I, I don't know if we were married at the time we didn't have any kids and i was working out of like the side of our bedroom, like in a townhouse, like for, and I just moved the furniture over and I was like, all right, I need a white wall. Like, watch out. And like, I used the window for natural light and it was like a two minute video. And it was on like retroactive effective dates for health insurance. And I've just always had a very low threshold for what I was able or willing to let people see and just saying, listen, this is going to force me to get better. Um, so, you know, I, I started with videos that were, just with a webcam and I always had like a decent (laughs) microphone situation, Um, but just a webcam and it was mostly unedited. you know, I think there was like a handful, maybe five to 10 videos that were just recorded straight off webcam that were unedited, just me talking in a very kind of monotone way. But, you know, that's, that's what, you know, for, I think figuring out what your threshold is for the agency, you know, what, what you guys are willing to say you're going to put out there. Um, And I would, I would encourage you to, you know, make it a little bit lower than you're comfortable with. And then mm-hmm. knowing that, you know, Oh man, people actually saw that thing. We better step it up. Right. That's the thing that makes you better is like when you think to yourself, Oh, people saw this and we need to be better next time. So that's always sure. kind of the approach that I, I took with it. But, um, yeah, I think, I think it's going to determine on the, each each agent's kind of natural tendencies and how kind of inclined they are to just be, you know, some have just have a better on camera presence and, Um, but I would never let it take more than, you know, for, for, for a standard kind of talking head, like we're going to educate you video would never really let it take more than like a half a day, days worth of work to kind of, you know, execute from, from start to finish to where you've recorded it and now it's being published and, you know, after it's edited and stuff.
2: Sure. Now, normally, I look at you know a good piece of video for something like this. If it's not an interview, to be like a minute and thirty seconds. Um, is that is That's, that kind of what you guys go to, go for?
1: It's very specific, Allie. Um, I, It is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's from my
2: editing days. <laughs> Some, something like a minute
0: and thirty seconds,
2: somewhere. In <laughs> something something around there. <laughs> I've, you know,
1: I mean, again, back to my insurance. You know, <laughs> you know, if I was you know making an insurance video, I rarely made a video that was under three minutes. Realistically, under okay. five minutes. Um, I okay. think it. I think it's about answering the question as completely as possible, right? And that's, you know, what what do you determine that to be? And it's all about figuring out what stage in the process that video is addressing, right? If it's very early, then you know maybe being shorter is 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 something that benefits you because they're not sure if they want to spend a lot of time with you, right? You're just really hitting, you know, scratching that quick itch, if you will, and, and, and giving them just a little taste of your expertise. But the further you go down the process, the more time they're willing to invest with you, right? It's all about really your goal. Isn't so much of hitting a certain time uh, that the video, you know, a certain length with the video, it's more about how much time do you want to kind of allow a prospect to invest with you before you actually get them on the phone. And if you've given them the opportunity to invest 30, 45 minutes, an hour, two hours with you in this different content, um, that's just going to basically seal the deal. They'll feel pot committed at that point. By the time they talk to you, they'll feel like they already know you. Um, and that's hard to do with, you know, 21 and a half minute videos.
2: Right. Exactly. Exactly.
1: So I'm, I'm, I'm that, that's, that's certainly one, I think, I think that's one you'll, you'll, you'll want to experiment and play with. And, and, and I think, uh, again, back to Jay's point of mapping where those topics fit along the way, the further, you, you know, if it's something a little more complex, a little, little later down the, the kind of the sales cycle, then that's where you can really let it breathe and, and just kind of be as long as it needs to be.
2: Yep. That makes sense. That makes sense.
1: What are some other stuff that you guys are you know like so, excited to do? How, how 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 is the buy-in coming with the, the the agents? I guess I'm curious to know.
0: I would say, I mean, we've got an amazing team that is pretty much ready for everything, and I think, I think really sees the uh, the value in and, and sees the sees what's happening in the world that we live in. Yeah, you know, sure. not not necessarily the future, but where we are today, and we need to be uh, creating video. I mean, that's, that's, that's where we need to be. So everybody gets that. And we've got, you know, an amazing bold group of people. Um, so the, I don't think that buy-in is an issue at all. Awesome. Uh, I think it's just a matter of getting everybody comfortable with it.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, the, and that kind of leads into, into a question that I had for you. So we, my original vision for this was, you know, we're gonna create this sweet studio that people are excited about and that can create quick, high-quality content. So if someone has an idea, like, oh, that's it. I'm gonna walk in, I'm gonna hit go, it's gonna be this unintimidating environment where I, I hit the go button, I record it, it doesn't require a whole lot of editing, and it's ready to go. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the, the dream that, sounds that awesome. you know that we had right I don't know if that's a reality I'm sure yeah. you can yeah I'm sure there's a spectrum there from you know hyper edited to you know like you said the walking up to somebody's desk and keeping it casual and right. you know just recording it quickly I don't know if you have any recommendations on how to how to how to walk that line of okay we do want to we want to we want this to be high quality, right. uh, you know, from a sound and lighting standpoint, but we also want to be able to do this efficiently and maybe even more importantly, in an unintimidating way for the person that is creating the content who may not have a lot of experience doing it. And sometimes a whole bunch of lighting in your face <laughs> yep. is not the the you know least intimidating way to do that. So, um, I don't know if I'm, you know, searching for the unicorn, but that was, that was kind of the vision that I had. And I don't know if you can speak to that at all and how we can maybe work in that direction.
1: Yeah. You know, I think, you know, um, what always helps me is knowing like creating buckets, right. You know, what type of thing am I going to create? And I, I, you know, if you had, if you set like three or four buckets, and knowing what each piece of content was, that that, that helps. Because a lot of people waste so much time just trying to figure out what the format's going to be for each thing. They try and reinvent the wheel every time, and that's, you know, really unnecessary, right? So just from, you know, the stuff that we've talked about here in, you know, 40 minutes or so, um, you know, we've identified a couple buckets, right? There's the one, there's the, the talking head video, right? In the studio, that's going to go with... You know, it's going to start with, Hey, do you know why this coverage is so important to your insurance? Hey, stick around and find out roll car, um, Camargo insurance, you know, maybe pre-roll bumper. And then we're into the, the meat of the video. Right. And that's kind of the format. And then you have your little outro signature. Hey, thanks for watching. Be sure to do this, this, and this or whatever the, the call to action is and we'll catch you guys in the next video. Right. That's, that's, that's a whole video format. So you know what you're doing when you go create that video. Um, but to, to allies you know where she's like hey let's get a, let's get a bunch of people on camera talking casually we're going to mash it up you know that's something that's maybe going to take a little more time that's something that might not happen in a day um that's in more of the mashup category that's in a little bit more of the the, the little more polished category to where you know you have a handful of those every now and again that that really will let people see that you can produce something that is high quality um, knowing that you know you're banging out those those talking head videos a little more frequently, and then then you can ratchet it all the way back to where we you know talked about just the you got the format of you know from you know from from your insurance agent's desk or whatever you know catchy kind of title you want to uh, you know give it right, but that, that's a terrible name, don't use that. But you know what I mean? Like you have that. That's those are three just general buckets that you could just say these are the three types of videos we're going to start creating right now, and then you just assign the question and the topic and where you feel it's best suited, right? To, you know, does the, does this question need to be answered in a talking head video where we're going to edit a little bit, we're going to put the bumper around it, or is this a little more, more of a casual question to where we want to just get it at the desk and then what's, what's more of a big overarching topic to where we want to put a little more thought. We want to get a little more voices in it. We want to mash it up. Uh, what, what are some of those more bigger themes that we want to tackle? And that I think, um help would help at least you guys kind of put a framework around it as to know what's what.
2: idea. Yeah, I was gonna say like the doing the bumper and like the intro outros, like those with ev- we could do those with everybody in the office, like that would be something short, something simple, something that our intern could also um, like put a title block on. Um, and then we could, we could have those in our bank of, yep. of content to just attach to anything that we choose to create down the road. Yep. Uh, so that's a great idea.
1: Well, you know, other, t- you were talking, Al, you'd, you'd said something that I thought was pretty fascinating was like, you know, doing it efficiently. And wouldn't it be cool if you guys had a process to where maybe even there's some sort of incentive tied to it, maybe some sort of competition, but to where, you know, every day, people are encouraged to go just in there and hit record and, you know, they're going to do a topic or two topics or whatever it is. And maybe they, maybe there's a a whiteboard where they write down the topics or questions that they answered on video. And then your, your intern at the end of the day, or maybe the first thing she does the next day is come in and then edit all those up. And then by the end of that day, you've got, you know, the previous days recorded videos ready to go. Right. Uh, And then you kind of create that process to where it's just like this little bucket that somebody goes in and collects the, you know, the unedited clips and then they just go ahead. They, they've got that format in place. And then, and then, and then they all just kind of end up, you know, with the bumpers attached and they, they cut out the mistakes and, and then you've got this, you know, finished product. That would be that little, little assembly line. That would be an interesting sort of kind of, uh, Kind of process to put. In. I'm actually kind of excited about it, even though I don't work. I was at the gonna agency. say like that's
2: a, that's exciting. Yeah, <laughs> I think we could do that. That sounds
1: really cool. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I'm I'm already envisioning this uh, this video production and editing assembly line where everyone's walking in in the morning, all psyched up, recording stuff. It's, then we got the intern coming and in, you know
1: mashing it all up, and
0: and then we have all this amazing content. Uh, yeah. I'm sure it'll be that easy.
1: Yeah, it'll be perfect, Jay. Right? What could go wrong?
0: <laughs> <All right. laughs> No, but that's cool. And having a fun incentive. I mean, I think that's a great idea because it is, uh, I think that just repetition, 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 you know, you you don't learn to do anything that's worth doing overnight. And it just takes, you know, repeating and practicing over and over and over again. So some kind of incentive to keep people just out there doing it, um, I think is a great idea.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, there's always, what's even fun is after you've been doing it for a while, this is what I really like about, you know, stuff that I've been able to, some of the stuff I've been able to do at Agency Nation is once you've built up that catalog, then you can kind of go back and then make that next level mashup to where you can, you know, take questions that are similar or connected and start to put, you know, bigger pieces of content together or, or just, you know, you know, organizing them in a more coherent way. Right. And right, and, right. and that's, that's, that's fun too, to where you can then go back repurpose it or even cut it up a little bit smaller. I mean, they just, we really, honestly, the possibilities are endless, but just, it starts with where you're at right now and dedicating yourself to, uh, creating that space, creating that, you know, kind of expectation, I guess. Um, and, um, and that's really cool.
2: Awesome. Awesome. So I have a question for when we're, when we're doing these and we say, okay, go in the studio and create content. And it really does get back to, like, the video, taking the video and looking at the lighting. And the challenge that we're having right now is that we are shooting our video on iPhone XRs, which produce wonderful video quality um, and usable, usable content. Um, but when we have the video, like, we have the phone set up, if it's just me going in there, how do you <laughs> – How do you guys, like, are you able to adjust where the camera's at, where you're standing. That's why I'm like, okay, is there some way we can practice with folks, get a temperature already set, put, you know, an X on the floor where they should stand because that's the best, you know, that's the best spot. That's going to give us exactly what we want to see. Uh, how do you organize all of that? Because otherwise, you know, somebody might go in there, turn the camera on, and then they record the whole thing and realize that they're <laughs> really blown out and they do the whole thing over again. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, that's going to happen. So, I mean, just first off, like, yeah. just be willing to say, everybody's going to make that mistake at least once. And the best part about making that mistake is it's like, it's something that scars you for life. Like falling off your bike down a hill sort of thing and landing on a tree branch. Like it's just, it hurts that bad because you finally got that video recording. You're like, Oh, it's, it's just complete garbage. Um, so yeah. I would embrace that mistake to happen. First of all, two, um, with the iPhone, Rx, does it have, you know, what I do with my camera is in, in my, in, in my lights in my, in my home office is I, I, I bought them all to match the same light temperature. They're all 3,200 Kelvin, right? So when I flip on the switch, I know they're all the same temperature. And then I just set my camera to match the Kelvin temperature. So it, okay. that it all, it's all good to go. Right. But ultimately you can fix that in post most of the time. Again, yeah. it, it, um, you can adjust the, that's a white balance thing, right? That's all we're really talking right. about is, is white balancing, right. um, the camera. And if it's a little, I, again, you figure out, you know, this is, these are creative choices of recording in video that we don't really need to get. I want to go too over the top with, but you know, if, you know, I, I prefer it a little bit more on the cool side. I'll, I'll, I'll lean towards a more blue, uh, a cool feeling versus some people like it to be a little more warm, a little more orangish. Um, and you can in Premiere easily adjust that after the fact. So uh, uh-huh. ideally, if you get it set um, set the right way before you record, it's, it's obviously much better. But auto white balance usually right. handles that. Um, if you keep your lights set, uh, again, I don't know uh, if, if you guys have bought lights yet, I can't remember. Um, but if you have a light we kit, you, you've got lights. So, yeah, if you just keep them set uh-huh. to the same temperature um, – and you keep the camera on auto white balance. It should be pretty consistent because it's a it's a controlled environment. It's not like you have natural light coming in. I don't think. Um, that's generally what screws it up if you've got you know different uh, natural. If you have different uh, light light colors, light sources, right? So if you've got the overhead fluorescence okay. mixing with the with the light kit and the fluorescence are at like 47 or 48, um, you know Kelvin versus the 3200 and the light kit or whatever the numbers are, right? um mm-hmm. you know sunlight's generally at 5200 kelvin so it's just it's just matching the light colors temperatures um so if you if 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 i remember the video correct that jay said i believe there's no windows in that studio right right okay so yes i mean it's it's just turn off the overhead lights turn on the turn on the light kit and that assuming everything's set up properly that should look pretty consistent um and and you'd be good to go i think but that's just. Okay. A, that's okay. just a guess I
0: think though. it was our subject, alley. I think I just have a red face. That was yeah, I was gonna say Jay problem. was a little burned.
2: <laughs> well, there's so also
1: too um, clothing, right? Like what you're wearing is gonna yeah. impact uh, how how it looks too. So that's something to to play with again, not overthinking it too much, but um, you know, if you have considering the background that they're gonna be standing in front of, you know, let's say it's like a bluish green you don't want to walk in with a bluish green shirt on and record in front of that right um so just you know you want as much contrast between you and the background as possible so um that's going to also help make the video look a little more visually appealing to where you know if if you're going to take the time that's more like a you know hollywood sort of like tv show like you know next step in the process um Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you have sort of a a back to like the, we're going to, today's the day to record video or whatever it is, or maybe you can change a couple different colors in the background. Eventually, at some point, you have a couple different uh, pieces of paper or backdrops that you can switch to depending on everyone's, because we're not going to have like everybody wear red day. And so we can match, you know, contrast the blue background. (laughs) I mean, you could, I don't know. That might be fun. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Again, those are minor things that I think come, uh, you know, that's certainly something that I would not, a let get in the way of version one of whatever this process is. This is something that is corrected, you know, in, in version two or three of, of this, this kind of machine that you want to build. And, you know, mm-hmm. if you had 10 or 15 or 20 videos to where the white balance isn't perfect and the, you know, what somebody's wearing isn't perfectly, you know, contrasted from the background, all of those things are, you know, two or three steps down the road to like really fine tuning it. You know what I
2: mean? Yep. Got it. Okay. Okay.
0: So kind of on that note then, for the more casual kind of videos where, you know, we are just, you know, walking up to somebody who's at their desk and uh, asking them some questions to, to, you know, create some content that way, in that situation, by definition, we're not in a controlled environment as far as lighting and sound. Do you have recommendations on how to manage that?
1: Uh, I, again, the the iPhone is gonna uh, do most of the work for you. Uh, it'll look pretty good. You can tweak it in you know in post. Um, you know, depending on your editor, if they want to create some sort of artificial look, stylize it a little bit. You know, um, fancy word is like a LUT. If you want to buy like a, a LUT package, uh, to where you might have mm-hmm. a couple different options, that helps kind of even out some of the inconsistencies. But overall. Yeah. Um, the fact that it doesn't look the same and, and it's this like kind of, you know, kind of unexpected feeling that that's what you're leaning into a little bit, right? Um, it's, it's indirect okay. kind of rebellion of that more sterile studio video that would, would maybe make up, you know, 60 to 70% of your videos potentially. Right. Um, so Ram. it's that it it, 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 by nature, by design, it's, it's we want to stand out. We want to look different. We want it to be a little imperfect and, and we want to get people's attention that way to make it feel like they're looking at something. Maybe they shouldn't, or just again, it's more casual. It's more interesting. They're looking for little, uh, t- you know, bits, you know, like if you've, if you've watched a video from one of your producers and you've watched maybe 10 of them, and then all of a sudden you see him at his desk or her desk and, and you're picking out the little knickknacks or the things that they have there, they st- you, you start accumulating more information about that person that you can identify with. And that's what you want to really accomplish more than anything else. I think.
2: Right
1: it sound okay. crazy when I talk about it in this much detail. I don't know if that feels alarming to anybody that like I would be looking like for like a stalkerish sort of thing to pull out of somebody's desk, but um, these are the things that I think about. I'm not sure what it means sure <laughs> um, yeah no that uh,
0: no that's interesting I
1: mean, I, I watch uh, a
0: lot of uh, Donald Diller's videos and he you know he has all the all that stuff on his shelves and yeah. I have started noticing you know, the stuff that's there. I, I never thought about it in as much detail as you did, but when you said that, you know, I, I think that, yeah, naturally you do start to uh, sort of th- – that deepens that relationship, if you will, or you start yeah. to naturally kind of identify with those things and you expect them and that uh, that in and of itself kind of uh, is helpful when you're yeah, trying man. to create I mean, that content or, or, or attract people to it.
1: You know, I'll tell you what, I, I have – you know, I made, like, probably like 150 videos for insurance, and, and I, I just had this, like, generic, like, nondescript picture. Like, it was the three Cleveland Indian stadiums that they played in, but you really couldn't tell what it was. It was kind of like a – a black and whitish like picture. And I had that up there forever and nobody ever really mentioned it because you couldn't really tell what it was from being on camera. But then all of a sudden one day I put my, gu- I decided I was going to hang my guitar up there and overnight it's just like the first thing that people kind of you know, talk to you about when you get them on the phone. It just, it's an easy thing. You know, people will s- send you emails. Like, Oh, I noticed that thing. I'm, I'm a you know musician too. Or I, you know, I like ultimate Frisbee too. I don't really know, but whatever the thing is that you're kind of showcasing, it gives them, a much easier more comforting thing to reach out on and mention when they do want to talk to you about insurance and um i would encourage you know that that would maybe be something to focus on like what what kind of subplot do you want to have for each agent you know what's one of their primary interests outside of insurance that they could have a conversation with somebody about and just kind of highlight those things and just let it be part of you know who they are not not like an artificial way but just you know just just let it be kind of visible
2: Time to start decorating the uh, the offices, today. We got to get them personalized. Uh, <laughs> That'd
0: be awesome. Uh, I, was just saying, I just need to clean all of the clean the mess out of mine. I guess would be uh, step one. <laughs>
1: or maybe just organize it a little more. You know.
0: Or that could be your subplot, though. Messy, messy. Chaos,
2: uh, what is it? Organized chaos is is your yeah. subplot. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I don't know what message I'm sending. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
1: have you uh, have you guys recorded anything i guess did we do, did we talk about that have you recorded anything yet like is there anything that is produced and done or not not yet
2: um i've done a, a couple uh, things on my phone um using like i used premiere clip and then i used adobe rush because they just the free versions until i, mm. I used too many um yeah. but we did do a few things And I did a mashup, like just a video mashup without any audio because the audio was terrible. Um, We didn't have a microphone and and we didn't really know what we were doing in the beginning. But uh, I did that. We did. Everybody did a video um, for that one day we shared them, Jay. It was was like a content share. Uh Remember what I'm talking about? I remember recording the
0: videos. I honestly can't remember what we were recording that day.
2: So I did mine from home and I did a claims video. Um, So I just used my iPhone and I was was sitting at my desk. Um, But then I think Lauren, Sean did them in the actual studio uh, before we got, we we didn't have a backdrop or lights or anything. They just went in there and and put the phone up.
0: That's right. It was, that's what I was trying to picture it in the studio as it sits now. And I couldn't remember other than I think we had Adam in there one day because we were trying to adjust the, well, he was wearing um, a big red where, shirt, and I'm like, "Oh no!" Where was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we, we we did a few of those videos, and um, I mean, outside of that, the uh, I mean, I really love that mashup that you created that did have audio. And again, that was before we. I, I think that's that's kind of a, a good example of how far we've come. Where we <laughs> we wouldn't even we wouldn't even post it with the audio because the audio was that bad. And we've already improved on that, I think, because we've got you know a lot more sound dampening stuff in the, in the yeah. space at this point. Um, I would say the other content that we've created, you know, I mentioned at the, uh, the beginning of the call that we have our weekly fundamentals that uh, we encourage everyone to just record a quick one or two minute video about that fundamental that they've chosen, but we're not doing that in the studio. And I think that maybe we should just start doing those in the studio because we're not we're not even sharing those with anybody outside of the office. It's really just, you know, an excuse to to get ourselves on camera and practice. Uh, right. And really, we should just start doing that in the studio so that we, you know, get more get more time tweaking it.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree.
1: Yeah, yeah you know, another, and the other uh,
0: ones. I mean, uh, I've spent some time in there. Go,
1: go ahead. Go ahead, Jay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm just. Asking I was gonna you
0: say know. I've I've spent some time in there just like by myself playing with it and, you know, just hitting, hitting record and messing with the lighting. Uh, but I have, you know, I have no experience with lighting. And when I was in there by myself over the weekend, uh, a couple of months ago, it was like, the, I had no idea what I was say with was lighting. Like every time I tweaked it, it just looked worse. <laughs> and then Al, you came in and in five minutes, it looked so much better. Um, <laughs> And I, I think that when, you know, we've got this intern in there in a few weeks, I feel like that's going to be our biggest struggle is just trying to get that lighting just right. And maybe we're just overthinking it, and you, we just need to shoot are. and, yeah. like, yeah, just, like you, just, you know, expect that the first however many are, they're not going to be, they're not going to be the quality that we want long term, and we just go for it and start improving
2: yeah, there's yeah other- and I, I need to look into the XR the iPhone XR and see what what you know what capability it has from a white balance So I, I think it's like pretty much automatic um, what it does but we were shooting with the XR at the time and it was still it was still a little difficult to figure out temperature and getting rid of the shadows and all of that. Um, we do have a three point light kit and we have a selfie ring. Um, so technically we have a four point light kit currently, and we're just trying to get used to using it and positioning it. We have Adam who's very, very tall Uh and Laura who's very, very short. So we have to kind of (laughs) adjust.
1: Physical human being size is certainly a challenge that people don't talk about. Yeah. We um, just
0: we just need some step stools so everyone can be the exact same height.
1: Okay. Well, and there's uh there's there is something to the fact of maybe a chair, a, a well-positioned chair to where it's an adjustable height to where they hit the hit the right mark. Maybe that might or a solve...
2: stool, yeah, like a, an actual bar stool.
1: Yeah, something where somebody could sit on. To well, it needs to go up and down, right? Because you got to account for height, mm-hmm. you know. So you want something right. that can go up and down, and then all they all they've got to do is you know back to you, like the, if you have a stick like behind the camera where the tripod is, that's like mm-hmm. your eyes need to, you know what I mean? Like be level with this or whatever. And then th- that should also help with the lighting. But, um, um one other thing I was going to say too, another easy kind of easy win from the video standpoint is doing like a, um, an about us video for each employee, just like a one or two minute sort of getting to know each person a little bit. Um, that you can put Mm -hmm. on the about us page because i am i am casually stalking your website right now and i don't i don't even see any pictures i don't think of everybody so um so a nice video of like everybody just kind of talking about you know who they are you know what what are their favorite things to do outside of of work Uh, back to although ali your point of you know you gotta ask the right questions and you can edit it to make it a little more interesting because they might not be the most charismatic initially but I, i do like that as an easy kind of you know, content win. maybe it's something you want to try first. And then as you guys get better six months, you know, 12 months later, you redo it and then say, Oh, look at how much better we are now, you know, kind of as a benchmark.
2: Right. right.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, um, any, any other final questions before I, before I let you in on my, my, my big crazy idea that we're going to talk about here in a minute.
2: I want to hear Ooh. about the big, crazy
0: idea, unless you've now, got questions, Jack. No, I'm really excited. Yeah, I know. no, right. no not, even, not anymore. Okay,
1: <laughs> well, well, we'll leave it there. We'll, we'll just say thank you for, for indulging in my, you know, spontaneity and, and talking video in your video studio. It was a lot of fun, guys. I do appreciate that.